Hello. Hi, hello. I'm Claire. Hello, Claire. I'm Lisa. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Nice to meet you. Um, we are doing, um, what's this called again? It's called Playing, Playing Devil's, Devil's Avocado. Avocado. It's a podcast where we talk about all the things that happen to you when you turn, you know, about 45. 45 plus. Yeah, and how we are dealing with them. Some of them not well. No. What are we talking about today? Well, today we're going to talk about smoothie bowls. <laughs> we're, we're going to talk about cocktails. Mm-hmm. What else are we talking about? Avocados. Avocados. Oh, a bit of a thing, isn't it? <laughs> it is a thing. Um, and the emotional load yes, at home. That's a big one. Serious. We're going to put on our serious voices mm, for that one. Newsreader voice. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. So I'm going to start off. Actually, no, I just want to follow up on something from the last issue. It's not an issue, is it? <laughs> it's it was an ep- episode. <laughs> Sorry. We were my, my mag head on there. Um, remember we talked about decision fatigue? Yeah. Well, I had an experience and it reminded me of it. What I went happened? To, I went to the ATM to get some money out. Why do they ask you so many questions? Why can't you just say, give me 50 bucks or 100 bucks? Why does it say, would you like to save this withdrawal method? Oh, as your favourite withdrawal. As your favourite. And it just asks you all these, how do you want your money delivered? It's like, please, can you just give me my money? <laughs> like, just give me my money. And... Because I'm sort of dithering around, I'm really scared I'm going to walk off and leave my money in the ATM. But you know that it will have been delivered satisfactorily. Well, I suppose so, in the way that I requested it. Four (laughs) twenties, one fifty and a $30 note, please. Um, So, yeah, that's a bit of decision fatigue for you. Yeah, I am. Yeah, the the, um, do you want to save this as your favourite withdrawal or it shocks me? Because I'm like, who has a favourite withdrawal? Oh, my favourite withdrawal is... (laughs) Blah. $160. <laughs> it's so weird, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, nobody gets cash out anymore anyway. No, that's true. I wonder yeah. if one day there won't be any ATMs. Well, there have to be, won't there? So well, you can do it on your phone now, can't you? Yes. Well, actually, pay I... Pay for pa- the money on your phone. I paid for some um, food delivery just before on Apple Pay. Didn't even have to um, oh. do it. It was... Oh, it was... is that with your fingertip? <laughs> it was with my, fing- <laughs> my fingertip. I washed my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, anyway just, so I wanted to follow up on that. The other yeah. thing I want to know is, mm. have you been doing your yoga from your app? Oh, okay. So for people who didn't listen last week, um, more fool you, Oof. but I got a downloaded a stiffness <laughs> app. Oh, this was the week before last. Oh. Oh, no, it was this, I can't remember. Anyway, at um, some point. Obviously, some point. I still have not done right. it. I did think about it this morning. Okay. <laughs> so that's, that's a All start. Right. Sometimes when I'm... Do you do this? Sometimes when you're um, thinking, oh, I should do more exercise, and you kind of visualise yourself doing the thing and feeling mm. really great afterwards, and you go, oh, yeah, I'll do that tomorrow, and then you just get up and don't do it. Like, well, I, I don't do exercise <laughs> quite a lot, so I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but, like, sometimes I can kind of feel the way I'm going to feel afterwards, and yeah. I go, oh, yeah, it's going to be great, and, like, I know that my body will stretch out and my back won't be so sore or whatever, and then in the morning I just get up and go to work. <laughs> Don't do any of the things. Okay. It's sort of a bit like driving when yes. you're not knowing that you're doing That's it. similar, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> Maybe there's something about me that we need to deal with. Well, yeah, we might look into that, do some research. Okay. All right. Um, so we also talked about breakfast, didn't yes. we? That was to do with the decision fatigue, and yeah. it was about have the same breakfast every day, and you take a layer of choice-making out of your life. Yeah. But what I would like to know is, what the heck is a smoothie bowl? <laughs> You should see her face when she asked that question. You know, I mean, we were in Bali last year and there was a cafe that was totally dedicated to smoothie bowls. Was it? What was it called? 
smoothie bowls. No, it was lovely, actually. It's a really lovely cafe oh, in well, Bali. Maybe we won't call it quite name shame. No, but, I mean, the food was lovely. I didn't have a smoothie bowl. I had some kind of salad affair. Um, and they were doing them all there. And then they're all over Instagram, aren't they, smoothie bowls? But what is it? <laughs> is that a rhetorical question? No, no. I'm asking well, you. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's like a milkshake in a bowl, right? So it's the same ingredients as a smoothie. But is it thicker? So it's, it's like a, a porridge? Thicker. No, not no. really. It's a banana and bits and oh, bobs. Yeah. And then you eat it with a spoon. Yes, <laughs> you do look very <laughs> perturbed by this, I have to say. And then they put co- they put toppings on top. Right, what sort of toppings? Maybe some fruit or some seeds or some... right. Um, nuts mm. and they make it look beautiful so then you can take your picture and put it on the Instagram right and you know I'm not averse to putting a picture of my breakfast on Instagram because I do it every Saturday because I get do. breakfast in bed you do and I, people are very excited by my breakfast Instagrams actually I get lots of comments from people like oh what did you have for breakfast <laughs> anyway back to the smoothie bowl yes I mean it's full of sugar there's no fiber because you've squeezed all the fiber out so you could probably have a donut all right, for so the, sh- the choice is, you go into a breakfast <laughs> place, you have either a donut or a smoothie bowl. Which one would you pick? You'd pick a donut, wouldn't you? No, I wouldn't, because I actually don't really like donuts very much. <laughs> I, would, is- I would have, I'd probably pick the smoothie bowl. I, wouldn't, I don't think I've ever had a smoothie bowl. Is no. it the same as an acai bowl? I think it's quite similar. Right. Yes. And that's frozen, isn't it? Frozen, yeah. yeah. I don't really understand that, having ice cream for breakfast. I, don't re- I mean, you know what? What's wrong with an egg on toast? Egg on toast. Or avocado or, you know... Like avocado. Any, <laughs> or any kind of um, toast. Yes. Or like some a wheat bix Yeah. Why don't cafes do wheat bix for well, breakfast? Because no one's going to pay to oh, order yeah. a wheat bix in a cafe. That's madness. I think it's madness when people order toast in a cafe. Do you? I saw someone this morning. She was putting her jam on her toast. And I thought, that's 11 bucks you're not going to get back, <laughs> isn't it, for two bits of toast? <laughs> you could have had that at home. Yeah. Bought your Uncle Toby. No, not Uncle Toby's. What Uncle is Toby's toast? No. <laughs> I've got the name wrong. Oh, dear. So I'm hungover. Oh, dear. Well, all right. Well, this next bit then will suit you. Because mm. I don't want to sound like a Moni Mini, but <laughs> what about, you know, as we're talking about overpriced you know, condiments and what have you. Cocktails. Yes, love a cocktail. Had a bit too much to drink Did last you? night. Did you have any cocktails no, last night? No, I didn't night? actually. That's complete okay. life. I had what? a gin and tonic before I left the house. Not yeah, for me, that's not a cocktail. No, it's not. That's just... Um, that's just life. Life, yeah. <laughs> um, I like a martini. Oh, yeah. And I love Good a Negroni. One. Oh, I love a Negroni. Yeah. I love a, a very dirty martini with Oof. loads of olive juice, Oof, juice in it. Get you. <laughs> um, but, you know, the thing about cocktails is... They take 20 minutes to make. You have to wait, don't you, while mm-hmm, they make them. Mm-hmm. Then they charge you 20 bucks, mm-hmm. and then you've drunk it in 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I did there? It's the rule of 20. Yeah. The cocktail rule of 20. And I'm just wondering, are we all being ripped Duped. off? Yeah. Are yeah. they just laughing? Are they just going, another cocktail order? Yeah, <laughs> the, the funny thing is, when you go to America, for example, yeah. everyone drinks cocktails all the time. So what you go out for cocktails. Yeah. But no, but cocktails are like $8. Right. $10, $12. Right. They're cheap. You, everyone has them. Everyone yeah. has margaritas everywhere. Well, you go. I love a margarita. Oh, so do I. Yeah, I love a margarita. I had them yeah. all over the place when I was yeah. in the states recently. And are they alco- have they got enough alcohol in them? Because you know you get a cocktail and you think there's no alcohol in this. Yeah, no, there's alcohol yeah. in them. Well, Americans the have the free pour. Oh, system I love free well. pour. <laughs> oh my god! If there's any reason to tip when you are in America, it's the free it's pour. It's the free pour. I love a free oh, pour. Oh my myself. god! Dangerous though. Yeah, I'm a big fan of doing it at home. <laughs> Sometimes. Well, you would. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I think cocktails are... Oh, speaking of cocktails, um, that was me clinking my wine glass. Um, I do think that they're very overpriced. I don't really understand why. I mean, I think drinks everywhere in Australia are really yeah. overpriced, but I do think... I don't understand why 
give us two bits of alcohol in one glass and you think you can charge us $20? Like, yeah, I, I mean... I don't understand that. I suppose you've got to allow for the shaky shake. The man hours. Yeah, the man hours <laughs> or the woman hours. Yes. Um, I suppose you've got to allow for a bit of that. But I agree, it's just a... It's, it just doesn't make any sense to me. We no. went out the other night. We like to shop local. So we went to a local bar. We ordered two Negronis. They were lovely, I have to say. <laughs> they were lovely. Um, 18 bucks a pop, right? Mm, so before mm. we've done anything, we've spent 36 bucks. So then we decided we wouldn't hang around. And we were leaving and the barman said, oh, one and done. And we were like, yep. <laughs> and then he said, um, Is well, that a thing, one and done? One and done. I've never heard it. Quite, Quite like cool, it. Quite cool, isn't it? Yeah, don't mind it. <laughs> And then he said, um, well, look forward to seeing you when you can stay longer. Mm. And I thought, well, that's going to be never. Burned by the barman. Yeah, that will be never because we're not coming back because you've just shamed us. Yeah. What about the Bloody Mary? Oh, see, I love a Bloody mm. Mary. I love them really spicy. Yeah. I um, put that on my CV when I was about 22. That you like them? It said, um, <laughs> under other interests, Bloody I Mary. put, um, I'm looking for the best Bloody Mary in... London. Oh. And, you know, I got so many um, jobs out of that. Did you? Yeah. yeah. People loved it. Yeah. And I'd meet people and they'd say, oh, you're the Bloody Mary girl, aren't you? And I'd say, yes. What a great thing to have as your, yes. as your thing. And then they'd always ask me what it, where it was. And, and had you was. actually found it? Yes. Oh. And I still, every time I go to London, I go and have one. Where? It's the Savoy Grill. Oh. The American bar. Oh. At the Savoy. Wanker. Oh, <laughs> anyway... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I love Bloody Marys. Yeah. And oh, when I was in America once, years ago, I had a lobster one that had a lobster claw in it. Oh. That was so good. <gasps> yeah, they're big on Bloody Marys in America. They are. They have Bloody Mary bar, like, yeah. bars, don't they? And and brunches that are yeah. Bloody Mary. Yeah. Um, oh, no, I was going to say. Um, speaking of breakfast. Yes. Avocados. Now, yes. this is a question that I often bring up with people. Yes. And I haven't yet. And it's very timely and also appropriate given that we are playing devil's avocado. Yes. Um, playing devil's avocado, do you prefer <laughs> <laughs> the, the house or the shepherd? I don't know if I know the difference. Oh, you do. The shepherd is the smooth green skin one that never seems to go off, that's bright green and it's delicious. Whereas the Hass one is the brown one. Whenever you open With it up... With the warty skin. Yeah, and, and there's always going to be wrong and, and disgusting on the inside and you can never guarantee how good they're going to be. Is the shepherd the one that sort of you slice it? Yeah. Look, to be honest, I couldn't tell the difference if you put a blindfold on me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you give me a headache. <laughs> no, um, you look so appalled. <laughs> well, I have many, many a Facebook conversation with people right. about this, and so, I am Shepherd. I'm Team Shepherd. Team Shepherd, and well, we are we are called the Shepherd Sisters, the people who like. In wow. The, in, <laughs> I take this very seriously. Right. Are you actually on a Facebook group? No, well, it was just a few people that I used to work with right. and I discuss it quite a lot. And every year when the shepherd avocados come in, because they're only in for like six weeks right. or something, I take a photo and it's like, yes. At the moment, it's the warty ones, isn't They've it? They've just come back in the warty ones. Yeah. So the green ones are on the way out. Now. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but the wrong thing with the green ones is I quite often find they're not ripe. Well, you just have to find a right I know, one. but sometimes you go in there, everything's oh, not yeah, right. No. But then, the same, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any tips on how to ripen an avocado? Yes, you put it in the fridge, I think. Is that what I, did I hear that? Or you put it in a brown paper bag? Yeah, does that work? 
Have know. you ever tried it? Oh, look, I've tried many things. I put it in a microwave once to try and ripen it. That yeah. was not a good idea. Did that work? Well, just, no. no. Nothing works, I don't think. No. I think you just have to wait. So you if have you to just plan your guacamole you... for another day. <laughs> if you just leave it sitting around, will it ripen? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Great. I'm glad we had this chat. Yes. <laughs> so, I want to know, when we're sitting around talking about things and how they used to be in the old, in olden days, yes. are we reminiscing or are we just being really boring? Because I went to a barbecue on Anzac Day and my friend's 13-year-old son said to me, why is it <laughs> whenever you get together and all talk about mm. stuff, it's always about the past. It's really boring. And I said, well, I don't know. I what else is there to talk that's about? That's what we have in common. So yes. we like to go back there. But I understand it's very boring for him. I think it's not, if you're in part of the conversation, it's not boring. But if you're not, like if you go out with your partner and meet, his or her old friends and they start and talking they about, oh, start, I remember when you were called blah blah in school and yeah. we did this that oh it's so boring isn't well it? yeah but yes so but why do we do it then why do we not talk about the present and the future why do we always go back to the past is it because we're comfortable it was fun it's a it's a it's a thing that you kind of can keeps you joined and and yeah and I suppose it's a shared history that you only have with those people yeah so you can't have those conversations with anyone else you know what I, my friend Peter this thirteen year old's dad and I have the same conversation <laughs> nearly every time we see each other which is that we have this memory of when we lived together in London in nineteen ninety six and he was outside cleaning his bike and the ice cream van went past and I got a ninety nine and at that moment I was the happiest person <laughs> in the world and we talk about that quite a lot. Right. Mm. Um, uh, do you think it's, that's actually me actually being boring? It's not about the reminiscing. It's actually that's actually a very I boring. I think if that is your happiest memory, <laughs> we might work on that and maybe get you out of the house a bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Okay. Well, fine. Oh, hello. The cat. The cat has joined us. Oh. Um, you are listening to Playing Devil's Avocado. Yes. Should we tell them the website? Tell them the email. <laughs> yes, it is we are playing devil's avocado at gmail.com. Yeah, you can write to us there. Mm, send us an email. Yeah. What have we got coming up? We're going to talk about, um, oh, Culture Club. Oh, yes. Have you read, is it a book? Or what yes, is it? book this book? week. Okay. Yeah. Um, what Hurts Now. Yeah. And The Emotional Load at Home. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a tricky one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. All right. Mm. Okay, well, let's talk about let's do let's do culture club first because okay. it's a lighter subject. What have you been culturing? Well, I'm reading this great book. It's called Daisy Jones and the Six. Yes, I'm very keen to read it's it. It's really good. Um, have you? Can I borrow it? No, because it's on inside my Apple iPad, inside my iPad. Oh. So it's not in the in the physical realm. Now <laughs> I think. This is another Reese book, isn't it? She loves it. She's written on it the did, cover. Yes, and she's, she's probably bought the rights. I she? think she's bought the rights. Did <laughs> <laughs> buy the rights to, to this? Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> and it's in um, it's in her book club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, so tell good. us about it. Well, it's basically the story of this band in the seventies called the Six and the the singer called Daisy Jones. I'm only halfway through it, so I'm, I, presumably she joins them. It would make sense. Oh no, she does. No, I'm there. Anyway. But it's done like interviews, so it's like a documentary. So it's like they're all being filmed and you can actually really hear their voices because the way it's written, you know, it's literally like you're reading the transcript Dialogue of an interview. Or, yeah, yeah. It, okay. and it feels very real. It doesn't, yeah. and it feels like they're actually, it's just been transcribed off the TV. Yeah. Or it's great. And it's just the story is so fascinating about the 70s and music. Yeah. And, is it set in London? No, it's American. Oh, mm. okay. Mm. LA? Really good. 
Yes, in LA. Oh, so it's the Whiskey You Go Go and all those clubs and, yeah. you know, lots of drugs and sex and oh. cocaine addictions. Oh, and right up my alley. Like yeah. Who, who's the author? Look, I would tell you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to look it up okay. and I'll look it get up back to you. Tell us another. <laughs> just tell us the name of the book then. It's called, um, what did I say? It's called Daisy Jones and the Six. Daisy Jones and the Six. Yes. Um, it's a shame, isn't it? Like I said to you, can I borrow it? And you said, no, it's in my iPad. Mm-hmm. That's like a whole thing gone isn't it well yeah lending well, books to each other it's really annoying isn't it i can understand how annoying that is and you would have and it would have cost you what 15 bucks or whatever something like that yeah and the only reason i don't is because i don't want to um i don't want to have hundreds of books anymore because i've got hundreds of them there and, yeah. I, and like, well, i don't know what to do with them no and i always feel like well maybe what i should do is have them and Give them away. Give them away, yeah. Pass but, them on. Know, it's by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Okay. There you go. I, I am going to read that. I have wanted to re- read that book mm. by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Yeah, different kind of read. But there yeah. you go. No, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that sounds really good. Yeah. I'm going to read it. Okay, all, all right. right. Um, Goodo, have you got anything for Culture Club? Oh, well, I could, yeah. Do you want me to? <laughs> yeah, if you got something. Oh, well, I read Ben Elton's new book. Oh, yes. Um, Identity Crisis. And did you like it? Yeah, I did like it. I mean, I've read a lot of his books. They're quite, they're quite pacey, snappy. He's very good at tapping into zeitgeist. Um, and this is all about... Um, it's set in the UK and there's a murder and there's a policeman investigating the murder, trying to navigate the new modern world in terms of linguistics and identity in terms of like you know how people identify themselves and um you know whether people are male or female or um but not just that you know the sort of the tribes that people associate themselves with now he's done quite a good job of it sometimes he sounds a bit like a sort of um perplexed perplexed old man yes Um, he's always been like that but i think he is always a bit like that Mm. he's for someone who's so funny Sometimes he's a bit lacking in um, humour. <laughs> Maybe you should work on that. Yeah. Well, he's very smart, he's very clever and he's very perceptive. I did enjoy it. I read it very quickly over about two nights, three nights. Um, and I thought it raised some really interesting issues because I quite liked, because what they do is, you see, they always have someone in the book playing devil's avocado. Oh. So you've got the man saying, oh, it's so ridiculous. He's clear. He's a man, you know, he's got a penis. And someone's saying, no, he is she, he she identifies as a woman. And it really makes you think about that kind of thing, right. actually. And also, the maybe in the UK they're a bit more advanced than here, but or the, the new language around not... You don't say his and her about right. some people. You say there, or...? Uh, no, it's um, Z. Oh, yeah. Z and... and the, um, so, yeah, they, it was interesting. It was yeah. interesting, quite yeah. thought-provoking. Yeah, I think they're probably a bit ahead of us, aren't they, in that? I think they are, yeah. Which is, which is because we live in, you know, prehistoric, <laughs> liberal, SCOMO yes. town. <laughs> yeah, I, it's the kind of thing where you sort of start reading it and think, oh, it's just so too stupid for words. But then you go, oh, actually, well, that makes a bit of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, ben Elton, I used to love Ben Elton. Oh. I went to see him lots when he used yes. to do stand-up and stuff years ago. Yeah, he's Rick very Mayle funny, very smart. He's been around a long time now. He has. He was born in the same hospital as me. In the, in the UK? In the UK. Oh, he lives in Catford Catford, Catford Hospital. Oh. Yeah. Lewisham Hospital in Catford, rather. Well, which sorry. one is it? Well, it's Lewisham Hospital. Okay. Sorry, right. everybody who lives there. <laughs> oh, gosh, um, 
Yeah, I, I would say read it if, mm. you, if you want. Okay. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> okay, um, what next? What hurts now? What hurts <laughs> now? How are you? Um, I'm all right. I'm fine. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about the dentist, though, oh, in terms of what okay. hurts now. Because not only does it hurt physically, yeah. it also hurts the back pocket, oh. doesn't it? Though? Well, I mean, if there's any reason to have... Private insurance. Private medical and stuff, it, it, the dentist. So bloody annoying and yeah. expensive. But and I've been also, going... isn't it awful? I had a crown done once and my insurance hadn't kicked in and it cost me the price of an airline ticket to Europe. Yeah, yeah. And that I know just... you measure everything in airline tickets. I do, have you noticed? <laughs> yes. And it just, it just, you don't want to spend money on that, do no. you? No, no, it's no. really annoying. Um, oh, I've been going, because um, I've got gum issues, and I've, this is really fascinating mm. for everyone, I know, but I'm going, and the dentist, you know, like, they try hard, but they're all 12, and yep. so, they're, and then they're so patronising about, have you cleaned your teeth, you know, do you know how to clean your teeth? Yes, I'm 50. I've cleaned my teeth for 50, well, probably 46 years, I don't know when do you start mm, cleaning teeth. Not sure. They say things like, you know, you really should floss. It's like, I do floss. Well, you should floss. Have you flossed? They always do, don't <laughs> yeah. they? And, and it's like really patronising when, as if the reason you're there is all your fault. It's not because your yeah. teeth have just, you know, yeah. you grew up with the English dental system. Which must be the most passive-aggressive job, doesn't yeah. it? I mean, I've got, I know a dentist socially who's lovely. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, but these ones are just terrible. Anyway, and they're telling me off. And then I went back the other day and they were doing my teeth and they were like really patronisingly pleased with me because they'd oh, improved. Well done, you. Yes. Oh, good girl. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, I've you know, I've been doing proper dental hygiene. I'm not stupid. I would say though that the dental system in Australia is fantastic. Mm. I think the dentists are absolutely brilliant, Do and you? I'm not sure. Are you trying to get sponsored? Yeah, by I'd love to be sponsored by. <laughs> make you smile better. Um, no, it's amazing. If you compare it to the UK. Oh, yeah, God. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just... Um, and as you get older, your te- you know, more things need to be done to your teeth. I'm yes. thinking of going on a um, gorgeous getaway. Oh, yes. And getting all my teeth replaced with um, fake ones. Where are you going to do that, though? Well, Thailand. Or maybe Poland. Oh. Or Hungary. Right. They have really good dentists. Yeah. Or India, apparently. Right. I know, someone we used to work with went to Vietnam. Mm. Um, and her husband, she showed me the before and after pictures, and he had... His whole teeth, his whole mouth reconstructed in Vietnam, mm. and it cost nothing. Mm. And she said the dentistry there is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, as I well. might do that. I might do that. I'll, yeah. keep, I'll keep you abreast. Keep, I'm interested. I am interested mm. because I think um, your teeth is just so crucial to how you feel and, mm. and, and how you eat and how you eat. <laughs> yes, how you chew. Yeah. <laughs> I had a dentist called Doctor Kiss. Did you? True story. I have a dentist. And his name, his well, he's called David Kagan, and he's dentist. He's DK, tooth DK, oh. ah. <laughs> and he's also a DJ, DJ DK. <laughs> there you go. Hello, David. That's a call out to you. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. What's next? What would you like to talk about next? Um, Shall we talk about the emotional load? Oh yeah. Go on then. <sighs> Look, well, what Gosh. sparked me wanting to talk about it was that I keep seeing these articles come up in my Facebook feed about it. And um, it used to be that the emotional load wasn't um, linked to housework, but now it has been. So right. women take on a lot of the house. Yes, running the house. Running the house. Yeah. But the emotional load is things that you have to... Um, it's not so much the physical stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just remembering birthdays. Mm-hmm. It's knowing that you got... To, when the kids have got to be picked up from school or yeah. whatever. Knowing when you're going to run out of toilet paper. and Or having in your mind constantly running a kind of diary of yeah. all the things that you need to do to keep the house running every yeah. day and your lives running. 
And it still falls to the women, and doesn't it? Always it always falls to women. Yeah. And it used to be probably because the women didn't work. Yeah, and it's impossible because like, I'll be like on the way home from work and I'll be going in my head, got to remember to get canned tomatoes because we don't have any tomatoes because I'm going to make that for dinner. And, and then, you know, mustn't forget that on Tuesday I've, we're going to go and see Blah Blah and we're going to meet yeah. Blah for dinner on Friday and we've got some, someone's birthday the following week. Yeah. So we've got to make sure we remember this. And I don't think it's just me. It's not just our no, life, no. you know. So no, it's, it's every. I'd say it's every household. Mm. Why is that? Why do we do it? Um, I'd, well, I suppose because um, I'm loath to say it, but we probably are more emotional beings. So a lot of it's about connection, isn't it? Mm. So, for example, in my household, I'm always the one saying, when are we going to see your mum or your brother or my mum or my sister or we haven't seen so-and-so for ages or mm. we need to see them or they invited us for dinner, we need to have them back. And a lot of that is to do with connections, um, which I think possibly women are better at. Maybe, yeah. And so we end up doing all of that stuff. Um, it's not because it's... And maybe we just like our parents as well. I think definitely... <laughs> I think definitely women are more involved in that side of things. Yes, yes. But, like, I mean, I feel like if I can notice that the toilet, there's no toilet roll left, why can't anyone else? Mm. <laughs> or, or, or that it, there will come a point in the next two days where there won't yes. be any. Like, I'm more... It's, a it's bit, that it's planning, a, it's isn't forward it? forward thinking. Forward planning. Yeah, toilet planning. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, for women with children, it must be times a billion. Oh, imagine. Like, Fair especially once they're at school. Oh God! It would just be a nightmare. Yeah, it would. It must be really hard work. Yeah, I mean, I know my friends, and and, and like you've got school after school care. Yeah, and picking kids up, dropping yeah. kids off at gyms and and birthday parties and all that. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like like if I said if I said to my husband, do all these things, he would just do them. But yeah. there's no. It's not about him shirking the t- the things to do. He no. just would never come up with them himself. No, it wouldn't occur to him. <laughs> No, I hear you. Bless him. Bless him. <laughs> no, no, no disrespect. He's very funny, though, so funny. he makes up for it. Very funny, indeed, yeah. yes. Um, okay, well, what else? Um, hang on, we can we can cut bits out. Okay. Do you think that was boring? No, I didn't think it was boring. I think lots of people would agree with it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. All right, well, um, we'll see you next week. See you next week. And um, no doubt we'll have something interesting to talk about. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I, can only, I can only imagine. <laughs> See you then. Okay, bye. Bye.